Spring at Wander Hill Needles, green confused with gray-greens, lift with the sharpening dawn. The last constellations stand guard in the western eggplant sky. Pyxis, Vela, Centurus, assuring order at the boundary of night. The marsh, a bin of cattails, captures the early light, suspends it like a web cross paperback trees, ephemeral as an overdrawn thought, obscuring reflections. Yellow anemones sprung from the stone foundation of a tiny, stove-heated home, accent its windows, shutters peeled back to reveal the octothorpe muntins reddening beneath the first color of sun. Two Phoebes arranged in tandem on the clothesline flit off and return in some peristeronic choreography. Sing, Phoebe, Phoebe, whit, whit, whit. Even the piffling birds, the purple finch, the field and house sparrows, others, are busy among the slanted grass, bootlegging linseed, weed seed, a hint of vinegar livening the air. The lilies and rhubarb muscle through the frozen earth, frozen no more, bestial or stoic in their rise, far too early to tell. Only sparse evidence of winter's carapace remain, a single patch of snow on the hillock making a hasty retreat into the dark woods to escape as a rivulet down the north face slope. The dead leaves have yet to be reborn on the limping branches from which they were brushed. And the deer are not here, nor have the black bear and her cub emerged from their lethargy. But they will. The dissonant timber in the woodshed are sounding so.